Hello, welcome to the Cunning Club Podcast. I'm James. I'm here today with social media geniuses, Joe and Lizzie. Hello. Hello. We're here today to talk about some news. We don't normally do the news on the podcast, but there's been a bit of news over the course of the last week. Even stuff breaking this very morning that we thought, you know what, we need to get on here and have a little bit of a uh, of a heated debate. Uh, mm-hmm. about it. We are of course talking about Facebook, WhatsApp and Instagram. Uh, they have announced they're going to be merging a lot of their back end. Um, that's not a euphemism. Um, <laughs> and starting bringing a lot of those platforms together. I don't know what that was about. Um, <laughs> but, so anyway, that's what's, that's what's happening. They're going to be, and, and ultimately, they said they wanted yeah. to do this, didn't they? Keep this, control, Lizzie. Keep control. <laughs> Lizzie's lost it. Oh. She's imagining anyway. Mark Zuckerberg. Compose. Learning is merging his back end. <laughs> well, we're here to talk about the news. We're trying to do a news podcast oh, today. Means. So anyway, <laughs> they said they weren't going to do it. We'll come back to you, Lizzie, in a minute. Joe, Mark Zuckerberg said he wasn't going to do this, didn't he? He did. He did. He uh, he said maybe, I think, you know, when he bought Instagram and when he bought WhatsApp, every time, every time he bought a new company, <laughs> he said, don't worry, your user experience will be completely separate from Facebook, so don't worry if you're worried about Facebook interrupting your experience or starting to show you things you don't want to see from Facebook. But lo and behold, maybe a few years later, I can't remember exactly when they first purchased Instagram, but lo and behold, he has slightly changed tack and decided that actually, yes, he will start you know, merging the, the apps together. Mm. Now, we're not talking here about them actually having a super app Instaface but WhatsApp app, no which is all just one mega thing we are still talking about these will be separate things the point is it's the the infrastructure that sits behind all of them yeah. starts integrating the data between the different platforms and moving stuff around and we've already seen this with Instagram you can advertise through Facebook onto mm. um, onto Instagram can't you yeah and I think since he said those comments in 2012 social media has come a long way so naturally I think it's bound to develop and things are going to change and if that means he's contradicted himself then it might be for the best <laughs> mm, well we'll see about that won't we so uh, okay so basically the, the, what are people worried about here why is this a why is this potentially a problem well I think the biggest the biggest issue for Facebook is the whole data protection issue that was huge and the good thing is they've, they've proved that they're great at keeping your data safe and not <laughs> using it for nefarious methods, haven't they? Absolutely not. But yes, no, they've, they're trying really hard, last six months or so, television adverts that are incredibly cheesy, uh, you know, constant messages about how your data is the most valuable to them and they're going to make sure it's... Oh, I bet it is. <laughs> looked after and secure so that people can't get hold of it you know, <clears throat> unless they want them to unless you pay the right amount of money but it's it's falling on deaf ears when within the few months of you trying to turn that sort of story around back to being a positive message about data protection that you've got these all these apps merging where people are now starting to question well if all the messaging platforms are you know private messaging platforms are now merging what does that mean for the conversations I'm having I don't particularly want to have people messaging me from Facebook onto Instagram that's not that's not what you signed up for originally mm. so there's a huge debate there about whether users of Instagram and WhatsApp necessarily want this to happen and what that means for 
potential new new apps, new startups who could potentially offer something different and go against Facebook. But you see, you know, I'm thinking around that and thinking, I find it a bit annoying when I get, oh, some people talk to me on Facebook Messenger and some people send me a WhatsApp mm. and then I'll get a text <coughs> and maybe a Slack and a load of other different methods of communication. If mm. I could have a little place where all this stuff comes and ends up all in, you know, all in one place, surely that's a, that's a good thing. Yeah, I think that it's all in all, it's going to be a lot easier for everyone and it's more accessible to be able to message someone on WhatsApp who might not have Facebook um, and it's just all in all a lot quicker. Um, and Instagram and face, Facebook have already got sort of cross features. So if you think about it, there's not going to be that much of a difference. Um, and in regards to the data, I think that, yeah, that you they will have access to more of your data, but is it really going to affect you? Are you really going to notice as much? There's going to be, the ads are going to be more targeted towards you, so you're not going to have to look at crappy ads that don't aren't even relevant to you anymore. Um, so I, I think that it sounds scary, Facebook having access to all of this data about you, but in reality, it's really not that much of a problem. Well, I guess the, I guess the challenge for some people is that the people that are active on Facebook and Instagram and WhatsApp, or you know, probably active on all those platforms, how much does it affect those people? I don't know if those are the people that are particularly worried about this. If it were me and I was in that position, but I was a, I just like Instagram. I take photographs of things, I put some stuff up and that's that's it. I haven't subscribed to all this Facebook business where I'm, I'm putting a huge amount of information about myself on there. What what do you think about those people, those people that are thinking, well, I know I, I was happy with Instagram, but I, didn't, I don't like everything I'm hearing about Facebook. I think that these platforms are a free service. You know what you're signing up to when you start using them. Um, and you know if you're supervising a child that's using them it's the same deal you do research make sure that it's safe um, so I think if you if you don't like it you don't have to use it <laughs> wow there you go it's as simple as there that there you go corporate but apologists I would, I would uh, hope that um, if you are very set on just using Instagram solely they, they have something that blocks um, tons and tons of uh, businesses getting in contact with you through Instagram. Hopefully that's quite filtered, which I'm sure it will be. Um, yeah, I shouldn't imagine that you're going to see that. You can imagine them trying to push you in the direction of Messenger mm-hmm. and things like that, but I can imagine them trying to keep... Fo- to probably focus more on the people that are engaged across all the platforms than trying to pull people out from mm-hmm. one to the other or constantly... Yeah, you know, I, can't, I can't see a reason why if you just use Instagram that you have to you don't have to partake in the extra feature of being able to message people on WhatsApp or Facebook you can carry on using it how it is it doesn't wouldn't really affect you necessarily so Joe, what do you think about that it's free so if you don't like it don't use it yeah there's absolutely an element of that I think but it is without getting on to a bigger conversation is it's you know these companies were born from just like a couple of guys in a little office coming up with a cool idea and they've now taken over the world. There's a bigger conversation about the fact that these guys need to adjust a bit more to realise the effect that this is having across the world, not just a couple of dudes in a Silicon Valley. This is this is huge stuff that they're proposing, and Mark Zuckerberg just suddenly announcing the, the merging of these apps without really putting it out to consultation or really giving anyone any hint that it might happen. I think it's just caught people on the back foot a bit. So I just... And with all the data protection stuff, I just I do worry whether people are starting to, as they did in 2018, 
starting to take a step back from Facebook, if that now means if they now think that you know you've got the invention of chatbots that companies are using, they're not bad things, chatbots, but it's something something Facebook Messenger's been pushing to use. If you suddenly start seeing those in Instagram and WhatsApp, is that just going to annoy users and push them away? Are people going to start seeing mark you know people marketing themselves by using bots that just automatically pester you on WhatsApp, on Instagram, because they know what you like, they know what you've seen, the ads that you've engaged with, and therefore they can send you these because you are in the audience, but you might not necessarily want it. But you can run it all through Facebook, which is great in some ways, but I just think they need to, we need to wait for the details, but I do worry that it's just too overarching. They've not been specific enough in how it's gonna affect each platform. Well, you talked before, Lizzie, about um, personalised ads and getting ads that are more relevant to you. How would you feel about? Imagine that you're uh, you're chatting with one of your girlfriends about makeup tips. Or, oh, that's uh, what we do. Twenty four. Uh, just chatting about <laughs> well, like, always, that's what we talk about makeup. Antiquing. What other things do girls do? Just like you Pink, know, you know, knitting, sleepovers, sleepovers, yeah, everything like that. Just when you so you imagine you're chatting about, um, I don't know, the latest. Little mix duvet that you've seen for your <laughs> oh for your next sleepover, <laughs> and then before you know it, you you're in a private conversation on WhatsApp. Before you know it, on Facebook, there's just adverts for little mix duvets all the time. I mean, it's it's a bit creepy. I think you think, God, like they can read in my mind. But um, yeah, <laughs> that's the only creepy thing about it, really. Um, but it, that happens anyway, and. I don't see the problem with it crossing between a few platforms. I don't think it's a problem. Joe, cool with that little mix of following you on the internet. Yeah, no, it, you know that example fine. But if it's things like you know you 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 know if if it's cooked you from a website and things like that, and it's you're sort of chatting about it on Messenger on Instagram about anything from super personal stuff like. I'm trying to think of something weird, let's but now you're like having home a, security. Yeah, well, let's say you're having a discussion about one of your medical problems. Um, one of the many, yeah, yeah. And then suddenly there's ads for like little blue pills popping up everywhere. Had to be those, didn't it, James? Yeah, I guess the first <laughs> I think Joe's more likely to get a little next to The little next to <laughs> yeah, maybe. But yeah, no, but you're right. That's it's it. like it's the privacy. Like, if you're talking about something private... That's it. You don't want your... Like, every time you open a new web browser... At work to see we all these experts for things for that, little blue pills. Yeah. No, exactly. No, and that's it. Is I think it there's, and I'm sure Facebook can find a way to do this. But there is a difference between seeing ads for a little mixed duvet because you were, if you were shopping for, for a little mixed duvet and then you see more ads for that little mixed duvet, yeah. it makes sense, doesn't it? I think that's all right. I like the problem with that, but I'm not mad keen on the idea of somebody mining my conversations for things that. Um, that I might be interested in. And you think it's not only that, it's also the possibility of if your user gets hacked, which it can happen, it's it's happened to me through no fault of my own, it's just, it's out there, people can get a hold of it. If they log in, you, they can now log in and in theory, access your Instagram, access your WhatsApp, mm. access, there's a lot. Yeah, the vulnerability is The vulnerability is a lot bigger, so I'm sure Facebook will find a way to to work around that, but it's just, from this opening announcement, it just seems too quick a move on the back of 2018 and all the data issues they had to suddenly announce that, yeah, we're gonna go ahead and merge these as well. It just seems there's too much personal data out there that I, I worry that Facebook haven't quite got a handle of yet to start announcing new features to do with data. 
What do you think? Mm. Do you think they thought this through properly, or? Um, I think people sort of think it's a really sudden move, but if you think about it, they've been talking about um, creating ads on WhatsApp for quite a while now, and as I said before, there there already is quite a lot of cross features between Instagram and Facebook. So I don't really think it's that much of a huge jump. I think in terms of data, yes, it is unclear as to how it'll be handled, but maybe it's a tactical move from Facebook and they're sort of proving to everyone that you know we've got all this data and we can look after it responsibly. <laughs> well, it's like a threat, basically. We know, like, basically, we know everything there is to know about you, so yeah, how good we can be. Then. Just yeah. you know, just yeah. be warned. But I think that. Um, in regards to when you said if you're browsing something or if you're talking about something and then it comes up on your browser at work or something like that. But I think that's a good point. Um, but when I look over someone's shoulder, I don't think, ooh, little mixed duvet, that's what he's been talking about with his, his girlfriend. <laughs> you know, I, I, don't, I don't think, I think it's, it's being overthought by a lot of people. I don't think it's as much of a big deal as we think. Mm. I think, you know, there's also that, argument I you hear and I sometimes say is that my, if someone wants to mine every detail of my life m- more power to them it's very boring they're not going to find mm-hmm. anything very interesting yeah. in there I'm not uh, you know hosting any sort of uh, covert fight clubs or anything like that there's nothing there's no, I'm not I mean, I'm not doing that um, but there's nothing there's nothing interesting there yeah but then there's this idea that I but, but nevertheless like I don't massively want people to have access to the thing you know the things that I don't want them to have access to yeah. and I think that this might result in new platforms rising up mm-hmm. that offer you know where their whole focus is privacy you know this is a new chat platform like WhatsApp that we will be independent forever we will never share your data with anyone we're separate from Facebook and you know all this kind of stuff I think that's a good point but then how long would that last you know, there's only a certain amount of time that an app can go without using targeted ad, ads and working with companies. And I just, I think it's it's ideal, but it's an unrealistic situation. Mm. So you think privacy is a thing of the past? Yeah. No one's safe. <laughs> <laughs> no one's Joe, safe. Joe, what do you think? You've folded your arms. This is, Joe's closed yeah. up his data access. Uh, it's just, it's a, it leads on to a bigger conversation, doesn't it? We no one like they always talk about how governments in general just didn't prep for the creation of something like Facebook to suddenly be around harvesting data and using it to, to push ads they've just not no one's adjusted to it and no one's ready for these conversations so it's so hard to predict where we're going to even be you know we're talking about a conversation he had in 2012 and how he's gone back on it you know six seven years later and it's five years time it could be a completely different story where the data suddenly they found a way to make it more secure and you've got a lot more access to it it's just hard to predict where it's going to go but what we do know is that they weren't very responsible with it in 2017 2018 mm-hmm. so it's understandable that everyone's really skeptical about this just broad brush kind of we're going to merge it all because we want to it sort of feels a little bit i'm sure it isn't but it just seems a little bit hasty as i keep saying and it just you do worry about what you can end up seeing over the next couple of years in the advertising world and whether it's actually what you want to see. Mm. Does it, where is the proof that we want to see targeted ads? He says it, Zuckerberg says it a lot, but I'm yeah, not sure we that want that's them. what everyone wants. I think I do want them. I mean, I'd, I'd rather have ads that were relevant to me than <coughs> just, ran, just absolutely random stuff. Mm. 
But I mean, I think just to go back to your point though as well, mm. just just this morning, there's this new story about mm. Facebook's been paying, you know, teenagers, youths, yeah. teenagers, yeah. twenty quid to access all their data and, and see what they've been doing and spy on them effectively yeah. online. Uh, you know, yeah, they signed this document, which is you know no doubt fifty pages long, extremely complicated, and you know what they really wanted was the twenty quid thanks very much, twenty dollars. Absolutely, that's not a very responsible. You know, that doesn't fill me with confidence. That's not a very responsible way yeah, of handling that, data. That is, that is very dodgy. I, th- I, don't, I think if I was a parent, I wouldn't be happy with, with that going on. No. So I think that's that's another story. That's kind of that's a different way of tackling it, and I think that's that's wrong. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's no debate about that. We all agree that yeah, that is not a good. That's bad for Facebook. Put out a statement last last night. Sorry, they put out a statement saying that they called the app Facebook app research. T's and C's were there, you know, they did everything above board, but I think they're missing the point that people are upset about it because T's and C's were, you know, very long, very convoluted. You know, a teenager's not going to read that. No. I just want that 20 quid. Yeah, exactly. You offer, you know, a 14 year old 20 quid, they're going to take it. They don't really know what app research means. You offer that to someone in their 20s and 30s who's a little bit more savvy, Facebook probably probably would have a 20 quid, but. Exactly, they go after you, James. But yeah. you—they'd probably the problem is that they probably find that people are a lot more savvy to it, so they yeah. sign up to it. And so it, it screams of Facebook going after a, a slightly vulnerable market. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, and it's just—you know—new story comes out about them merging these apps, and then suddenly this new story comes out about them paying for research. It just—they just as I as I said, they just need to sort get their house in order a bit better mm. before pushing forward with new new developments where data is part of the conversation mm. yeah I think from um, a marketing point of view as well there's also been a bit of talk of maybe this new development could be an alternative to email marketing and I think whilst that's a great idea it's also questionable about how they would go about that um, you know you don't you don't want to be bombarded with a load of random messages like you are with yeah. email a lot of the time mm. um, so I'd be interested to see how they go about that if if that follows through it's quite I think you know we've talked about we've talked a lot about messenger marketing and those yeah. kind of things and and it is I think still a quite a private and quite a personal place your mm. your yeah. sort of messages mailbox everyone expects that you know they shouldn't do but we do expect newsletters left right and centre in your email and that's just kind of the way it goes but within your message, when you get a message from something you didn't ask for, it does stand out, doesn't it? Still, it still feels like mm-hmm. a bit of an invasion. Yeah. So, yeah, I agree. I think that's. I think you've got to handle that as marketers. We've got to handle that quite carefully and think quite carefully about how we approach those people because I think that's actually could be a real turn off to a brand if you mm-hmm. just start blanket yeah, messaging people on you know in, inserting yourself into their WhatsApp. That, that's not a, not necessarily going to create a great impression. No, no. I think this is where I know we've discussed elsewhere. The personalization is something marketers just need to be hyper sensitive about in terms of making sure the message is correct. It's personal to the market you're targeting, and that it doesn't look like a blanket message. Mm. You know, it's a much more bespoke, uh, you know, way of communicating. And you just got to make sure, yeah, you just, yeah, you don't come across as someone who's just throwing everything at the wall. But again, with personalization, I think you've also got to be really clear where you got that information from. Because yep. personalization and targeted ads and all this kind of stuff is great, 
but what's not great is if you don't really know I don't know how you know my name that's a bit weird if someone walks up to me in the street and just says hi James alright have we met I've never I don't know anything about you then it's weird isn't it I think that's where you really need to make sure that when you're doing that personalisation you're saying and we know this because you bought something from here and you filled in this form and you did this and that and the other and it makes it a bit clearer when you uh, look at that all right well there we go so what's the you know what's the verdict then it's a good thing i think it's a good thing i think that um it'll just it'll be a lot easier for people and like with this snapchat update it took everyone a good while to get used to but so i think it'll take some adjusting but i think eventually it'll be for the best joe I just think it's come too soon. I think if you'd done it this time next year or maybe even six months later once they'd announced some more data protection updates, potentially the, the audience would be more receptive to it. I do think it's a little bit early to start announcing merging you know, massive apps with huge user bases. All right, well, we'll have to wait and see what happens uh, with all of this business. Um, but no doubt when we do know, Uh, you'll be able to uh, come and listen to us ramble about it for a while if you so wish Uh, thank you again for uh, popping in we'll be back uh, next week when we're talking a little bit about uh, meeting etiquette uh, with Simon so um, yeah please come back then Uh, until then see you next time bye see you later